We got birthday uh, presents galore, son. Birthday present. Who had a birthday? Happy birthday, Sai. Nobody had. Well, this will air after your birthday, so. Uh, when it, what, your birthday is what, the 20? 27. 27. Nah. Nah, I don't need no knife. All right, boy, we got it. some more crystallized lemon. Crystallized lemon from Toby and Renee. Oh. All right, boys. Toby. And Renee. Welcome back to the duck call room. We're going through. We had a bunch of packages show up for Cy for his birthday. Thanks, Toby. Thanks, Renee. Don't cut yourself. Martin, what do you think? Martin, do you get that hat for your birthday? (laughs) He's he's still trying to roast somebody. We got a plethora of them in the warehouse, so I'm just trying to see if somebody watches us and like it and want one of them. Yeah. Give them a good deal of it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Call this hashtag marketing. Hashtag marketing, boys. So it looks like a big check. Hey, I can use that. That's a bill. Somebody sent you thirty pack, thirty dollars worth of lemon. Oh, I'm Lord. dropping stuff. Jeez. I'm sorry for those driving in your car and just. This was like when it doesn't uh, say who it's from. Yeah. Oh. This was like a Hostess Twinkies when it aired. Where I ate them Hostess Twinkies. Just some lemon raspberry. <laughs> oh, a little flavor. <laughs> Coupon. Fruit infusion. I think. Hey, that or did like, they send it? I think Fruit they might have sent it. Fruit infusion like drugs to me, boys. But somebody paid $30.94 to grief. send this to you, Zai. Well, hey. Well, whoever I got, it was, I appreciate it. While you're opening his last one, I will say that I came back from a week gone to a nice large box in my office that had four cases of diapers in it. So, Ooh. and it didn't have a note. Four it, cases of diapers? It was addressed to Big Martin. So whoever <laughs> sent an Amazon package Full to of Big diapers. Martin that had wow. a bunch of diapers, yeah. thank you. Four okay. cases? Yeah. That's like a, a $100,000. Yeah. <laughs> and then I also got oh, a bunch of cheese dip. From Arbo's Cheese Dip. What in the world? A Rubik's like Cube. A Rubik's Cube. And, okay. Some cupcakes. Whose kid can I give this to? Happy birthday. Challenge your mind. Hey, I don't have Fruit a mind snacks. to challenge. Moon okay. pies. I, I can't eat the... Uh, Did we get RC Cola? The hostess cupcake, boy. Oh, All right. And... A poem to celebrate your birthday. The All sun right. is way up in the sky. The lake is filled with trout. You were younger yesterday, Jack. Just thought I'd point that out. <laughs> Happy birthday from your friend Lisa. She sent the shirt Lisa, last year. Lisa on your birthday. Oh yeah, she sent me a uh, she sent me a message saying that she had Sai birthday present showing up. Poem to we got fruit snacks and moon pies. Sun is way up in the sky. Some the herbal lake. tea. Hey, in my case, the sun is way up in the sky and the lake is full of crappie. Crappy. Okay. Perfect. You were younger yesterday, Jack. How old are you now? Or tomorrow? It to be 74. 74. Seven, Just thought I'd point that out. <laughs> also known as 16. Yeah, are you 14, 15, or 16 nope. now? I turned 15. You turned 15? This year. Interesting. That's a brain teaser. He's turning 15, ladies and gentlemen. What are you doing for your birthday? Nothing. Nothing? Being me. Philip McMillan, what's he doing for we, his birthday? We, oh, that's we, right. no, we got a big I'm party sorry. lined up. We do have yeah. a party. It's a party for Cy and paid for by Brittany Cy. and Paula. Yeah. Everybody? We're just piggybacking off of it since it's on Brittany and Paula's birthday. Well, yeah, you 
<laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's piggy back it, boys. I, my uh, six-year-old birthday tomorrow. Me. Well, he'll, I mean, he's five. No, today. my wife told me that no, she just started dying laughing. I said, "What's so funny?" She said, "Your big birthday bash. You're praying for it." I said, "Well, okay, I that's good." I said, hey, that's all right. I don't know. Oh, no. oh no, you got to put this puzzle back together. Oh no. Yeah, that was a mistake. You probably should have taken a picture of how it was correct. But anyway, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back to the Duck Out Room. Celebrating Sai's birthday. 74 years worth. 74 years young, boys. I, that's hard to figure. Sai, 74. That's awesome. That's a good time. Last night, we celebrated the boss's birthday. Yep. Willie, he turned a big 5-0. Not Bruce Springsteen. Willie is 50. That's wild. He's 50. 50. 50 years old. 50 years old. And still hurting himself in church league basketball yeah. games all across this. Well, that, he'll never stop doing that. Oh, it don't matter what he does. If it involves any sort of athletics, the boy gets hurt. Like, it just, Well, he, it don't he's, matter. He's it, competitive. You know, I tell you how dumb he really is. <laughs> okay, no, that, he just always no, no, likes because, to hey, have. He should realize by now he's not athletic. Well, the problem <laughs> okay. is. He's the, sneaky athletic. But I'll he, have you know he, yeah. he was going to be a professional bowler. Right. And then a golfer. <laughs> and then a golfer. I wish I'd have been here when he was doing that. A professional bowler? Yeah, when he was in, going through bowling. Because I, I actually bowled in the military bowling uh, league. Huh. And I actually got pretty good. I smell a YouTube video. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 because hey, yeah. Do you think We you did could... it one night. Can you still we... do it? Huh? Can you still do it? I don't know it? if I still do it, but I was good at one time. Uh, Could you look? I was really? in the bowling league, and I was in that for what? Oh, good grief. Five, seven years, maybe. Did you ever roll a 300? Nope. I got close. What? How Last close? Last one. I had nine in a row. Or no. It's what it is. 11 in a row? Mm-hmm. 11 in a row, and I had the one last ball to throw. And it, look, it hit perfect. Darn 10 pin, I think. So you didn't rolled go like down. A, you rolled like a two ninety nine. Didn't go down. Pin from perfect. I was so mad. Oh, I was <laughs> mad because it was a perfect hit. Okay, should have been three hundred, and the sucker wouldn't fall. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you bowled a, a two two ninety nine if it was on the last one. Yeah, it's two ninety nine. He had nine up on the last one because that just nine up on the last one. I couldn't do And it, it should have been 300 games. No, I couldn't do it either. One time I bowled like a 95. I'm lucky to break Record. 100. Yeah, I think, no, my, I think my max is like 140 or something yeah, like right. that. And that was well, on no, one of them. No, you think, though, okay, we bowl, we bowl in the league, and then at dinner time, we'd bowl, you know, a game, you know. The problem with bowling is dinner. it's it's extremely more technical than it appears to be. Oh, no, no, no. And I'm the loser that shows up. I own bowling shoes. I don't know where they came from. I don't know why I have them. It's it's how you release the ball, okay, and you've got to be consistent with it, and you've got to hit your mark on the lane. Yeah, see, I just get up there and hurl that yeah, sucker no, as hard yeah. as I can throw. Uh, that's what I like to do. You've got to have, you gotta have one of them arrows, and you've got to put it on it every time, and you've got to lift it the same way. We're likely, you know, curve. And I get the heaviest one I can sling and pray to God my th- you want to. and pray to God my thumb don't get stuck in it on the way out when it makes that yeah sound. You're like yeah. ah, hey, knuckles swell up. <laughs> I went to a bowling alley in Arkansas one time and it had a speedometer 
on your throw. See, that ain't good. So I, yeah, I did yeah, not yeah. care how many pins were going down. I said we're setting a record tonight, and yeah. and I won that for the, at least all the four lanes. I could. I was just hurling it. Yeah, I prefer for it to get down there at the end and almost get airborne as it's going through <laughs> the pins. Like just, I mean, it, it needs to be a little dangerous. Yeah, I, I just did and then ever, I get up there and watching people like spin it from side to side and everything. Oh, no, 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 so did you pretty. spin yours? Uh-huh. Did you spin Mine it? Mine didn't have a lot of spin on it. Yeah, I didn't. I never did really get where I could control that. Huh. I couldn't control it. Yeah, the I ones I watched on the pro bowling league. Oh, I don't. I don't see how the the guy he he ain't got no. He don't have finger holes. He just has it in the middle of his hand. Yeah, you know, oh, and, carries it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he carries it, and then he. I mean, you talking about get you you talking about got to get low. Yeah, to put get it low. on the on the floor. You know, but they 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 work it out. No, I try to go right down that middle one and throw it as hard as I can. Amen. <laughs> Did you ever let it go? Yeah, yeah. It goes up in the air too high? Yeah, that's the ones that really hurt your finger. Yeah. That's because them thumb holes is too tight. Well, if you hit the spot like that, yeah. you're, all, you're all going down and because they're going to all jump at the same time. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> like he said, because you know, I've seen pro bowlers. They throw it hard. But they got the, they got the wide sweep because they might never throw it where it's might, might there. Falling in the gutter and then it breaks. Yeah, they go from like board to board. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, from it's, one side to the middle. Yeah, not me. Yeah, you know. straight down the middle, yeah. buddy. It's hard as I can get. Right down the middle, and I still. <laughs> when you hit the spot, they the all go sometimes. down too. Yeah, if you hit it square, it oh does, yeah. But you rarely hit it square. Oh, yeah. You generally yeah. hit it one side or the yeah. other, and you're like, dang, <laughs> missed. JD, you're never gonna get that thing back together. I got the instructions though. It's an IQ up, test. Hey, you ain't no way to get it back together. <laughs> I feel like you at Cracker Barrel right <laughs> yeah. now. I'm good at that thing, Cracker Barrel. I I was smoked that little peg game. Yeah, I know that one. I got that. I'm more down. of a Waffle House. He man, knows the so. pattern. Oh my But God. Cracker Barrel does have fun games. What was your favorite thing about Willie's 50th birthday, Si? The food? No. Oh. The roast. The roast. Yeah. Yeah, I him. got tickled at him. I was watching him. Yeah, they had him just where he couldn't even. He couldn't even. He was crying. He's on, you know, run out of tissues and everything else. You know, then he got up there and he he couldn't even talk. <laughs> he couldn't even talk when he got up there. Oh man! Oh. I thought Martin. I thought you did a good job. And oh, John David did, a good did too. Job. Yeah. We we roasted yeah. Willie, but yeah. it's kind of scary to roast Willie. So he didn't get. It was more of a toast than a roast, if you will. Yeah, yeah, I. Yeah, well, See, I had the assurance that my job would not be affected by whatever I said, but I still didn't trust. But it. you didn't trust. It. I didn't blame you. No, I didn't trust that. Plus, yeah. it was a. I mean, there were people from ages two to ninety two. Yeah, like so. I was like, man, if I tell some of these stories, there's going to be some of these people hard judging me and Willie and things yeah. we've done. So I just, <laughs> well, I, backed, no, I took the foot off the gas. No, I like, kept it really. Really nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He said he got nervous when I walked up. I said, well. well he should have. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I think he knew that I wasn't going to. I think he knew on me, like, well, he ain't going to say nothing because they're just as bad on him as they are on me. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to edit. I'm going to self-edit on this deal. But I was I was hoping Cy would come up, too. But just I, I just wasn't in the mood. He rags him every day. No, no, because I do, you know, because, you know, we, we had it for like, what, five, seven years? Yeah. But yeah, before I, before we go to our first break, though, the coolest gift I think that he got, whether he'll admit it or not, 
our friends, the Busbuses, showed up. Oh, yeah. And Big Bill bought the boss hog a pig <laughs> for his birthday. So now Willie is a proud owner he of owns a, a miniature pig. pig. Oh, he owns a pig now. He oh, does. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. real. Boss hog has got a pig. He owns a pig. Okay, because I... When he was saying Bill, I didn't I didn't put it together because I didn't even see him. And of course, we had the whole hog roasted. So the first thing Willie did in typical Willie fashion was went up there and showed that baby pig, the big pig, it was sitting there roasting, <laughs> and said, "You don't want to end up here." Hey, that's right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't make me mad. Yeah, that's where you'll go. That whole pig was good. Oh no, no, oh that was yeah. Crazy. That's the best. That's the best thing. My boy Rick brought the heat on that. Yeah, one. that was the best thing. To he have. did a good job. But let's take our first break. We'll be back right after this. The best birthday ever was when we set this thing up about three months in advance. We rented out a building. Uh, we put paper over all the glasses. And we put out flyers that said, one night only, uh, Native American. Artifacts. Yeah, go ahead, Simon. Right, but anyway, they made up flyers, okay? And it said, okay. One night only, Native American artifacts, okay? And they even had a Native American, full-blood sheriff, deputy sheriff. He comes to the house, okay? Knocked on the door, and I answered the door, and yeah, may I help you? And, you know, I'm looking at his badge. I'm scared that, you know, what's going on? You got caught. But, but anyway, <laughs> he said, well, I heard, I heard that you're, you're into Native American artifacts, you know? Talking about your uncle's got about 10,000 arrowheads he's found over his lifetime. You know, and I said, yeah, he actually donated to LSU campus. And he said, well, hey, this is one night only. And we're going to have people there that will show you how to make a bow from scratch, arrows from scratch and all this stuff. And I said, well, man, hey, you know, if I ain't got nothing on pressing, yeah, I'm going to make that. So here's his dilemma. He does have something pressing. It's a poker game yeah. that we're going to play in honor of his birthday. But we're driving around. He was like, yeah, I wanted to go to that Native American one night only thing they're having. And I was like, Sigh, we, we can't. We got to go to the poker game. He was like, all right, go to the poker game. Well, we're, so we're on the way, okay? To the poker game. Yeah, to the poker game. So I get well, a call. His phone rings in the truck. So I put it on speakerphone, and, and it was one of our friend's nurse, and he was like, man, I got some bad news. You know, my parents are sick, and... We was gonna have a uh, gathering over at their place, but we gonna have to call it off. Yeah, had to run him. So I had to run my dad to emergency room, yo. He sounds like yeah. now you can go to that sale. Yeah, he so, said. No, no, we saying. I said, oh, he said, what Kelly. time is it? What time is yeah. it? Yeah, I said, golly, I'm. I said, I'm mad. I said, yo, I said, I'm. I'm we're missing out on everything tonight, yo. And then, then Philip said, well, well, hey, it ain't but seven o'clock, and he said, it's right down here. We ain't but, yo. <laughs> About a mile from where, where that stupid uh, Native American Indian artifact thing is. So I said, okay. I said, let's go that. So look. When we pull, pull up, it's dark. Boom, 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 Great. boom, boom. All boom, you can boom, hear is boom, 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 Y'all, so Philip pulls over there. But you can't there. see in. You can't you see can't in. All I can see is flicker light and shadows in this building. Because there's like uh, uh, a four-page piece of plywood in the windows and he's stuff. Get, he's getting nervous because he said, when I pulled up, he was like, I don't know about this. I said, it's going to be fine if no, you no. don't. He pulls up and shut the ears off. Like I it. said, Philip, I said, I got a bad feeling about this. I said, go ahead and fire this thing up and let's go. Take me back to the house. He said, no, we're here. He said, hey, look. 
He said, I said, no, Philip. I said, I'm serious. I got a bad feeling about you. I said, you got to take me home. <laughs> he he said, you know, he puts his hand on my shoulder. And he said, it's okay. He said, look, I'm telling you. He said, we'll slip in the back door. Yeah, that's right. You know, and sit down just in the back. <laughs> you know? So we, we opened the door. You can't see nothing but shadows, and they've all got headgear on. Like headdresses. Headdresses, okay? And it's always, and then every once in a while, it's, you know, and I, 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 so I grabbed him, I said, Philip, we need to get out of here. <laughs> you know, about that time, Jace jumps up and screams, and they grab him and take him <laughs> down front. And I said, Philip, take out Chase, let's go. <laughs> and I'm headed towards the door. Okay. And he he bailed on Chase. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, he I'm, I'm out of here. Yo, that's when they turn the lights on. Yo, and I look and I said, okay, you, you actually got me on this one. I said, uh, yeah. So you Phillip, got me on this Phillip's one. head of the party planning committee. That's what you're saying. Oh, yeah. We party planning. How many that one flyers did you have around we, town? We, we probably had about 10 of them, but we had them at different places yeah. where he goes. <laughs> I mean, we brought one up to Duck Commander. Oh, no, I thought it was legit. Oh, my yeah, I really goodness did. gracious. That's that, was, amazing. that was the best one, okay? Because when Jace jumped up and screamed, two people grabbed him. <laughs> I'm, I'm forcing trying. him down to the front, and I said, Philip, take out Jace, let's go. I'm trying to hold him and not let him run. Turn on lights. He said, thanks a lot there, nephew. Yeah. Our uncle. Yeah. It's the size that canary they always talk about. Oh, yeah. Size <laughs> sing on scary. you. He'll sing and he'll run. But oh, was, yeah. yeah oh, run. boys, I'm I was, out. I was laughing so hard I couldn't hold him. He was like a. Oh, I was already outside. Trying to get away from me. I was yeah, like, I was wait, wait, wait. Door. I was out the door headed towards the truck when somebody said, hey, you going to play poker or not? It's the oh. only time I've ever seen him leave his, his tea pitcher behind. Oh, yeah. Every time he's <laughs> on the floor, I, I, I didn't even pick up the glass. Uh, yeah, I got to go. I yeah, got I, I to get out of here. I'm out of here. I'm serious. I said, y'all y'all got me on that one. That's the best. Uh, that's funny. That's good stuff there. You're, I was looking for you a special birthday present this weekend, or this past week. I was over in Georgia. And they had just dissed a lot of them food plots up, and they always find a bunch of airheads. So I went around kicking dirt okay, for, kick about, for about five hours one day, and I never found one. Found some little pieces, but I didn't find nothing that I thought was, was worthy of you. Mac so. Hobbs is like a, uh, an artifact <laughs> magnet. Mag. Hold on. Magnet. Yeah. So is that your cousin? Huh? Is that your cousin? Yeah, yeah. first cousin. Look, <laughs> he hunts a lot on Red River, so... He's in the woods on Red River. He shoots a big 12-point buck, goes down to admire him, okay? And while he's got him and he's looking at the horns and all that, he looks right there beside him, and here is a half of a spearhead about eight inches long. It's exactly as you can tell. It's, it, and this is out of flint. Yeah. And it's broke, you know. So he, you know, drags his deer and takes it home, puts that in his collection. Well, a year, the next year, he's hunting in the same general area, but in a different part of the woods, he shoots another big 11 point, goes down and is admiring this one, and looks over there. Here's another 8-inch uh, spearhead, half a spearhead. And he said, surely this can't fit the one I found last year. Yeah. So he goes back, pulls it out of the door. Click. You didn't want that chunk, that you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he acted, and look, I was fooling with it one day, and hey, it was so sharp on the edges, it, it cut me just like a razor blade. Mm. But, you know, the whole time I was living in Dixie, <clears throat> we we lived on Red River fishing, okay, me and Phil and Tommy. So I was always looking for stuff, you know, arrowheads, all this kind of junk, you know. So he's he's on Red River, him and his brother are going deer hunting, and they come around where there's a big giant cliff on the deep side of the river, you know, and he looks and something is sticking out about all 12 foot out of the cliff. Well, they keep coming. They go up there. It's a canoe, a Native American canoe hmm. that's made out of a big giant cypress tree. Well, they dig on it for like two hours trying to get it out. Well, they finally say, okay, no. <clears throat> Went back and said, you know, they called somebody about it, you know, down there at LSU. You know, they went up there and dug it out a 30-foot warrior warrior canoe okay that would hold like 30 people six exactly like 60 feet long unreal you know out of a giant cypress tree where all they did was they'd build a fire chop it out a little bit with tomahawks build a fire burn it <coughs> chop that out build another fire burn it and like it, it'd hold 30 men 30 warriors unreal you know they donated that to the lsu campus just down there in the campus that's awesome. Now, now Unreal. when we were in Mississippi, um, the chief, uh, Choctaw, yes, the Choctaw chief, Choctaw Nation, he, um, he was showing you a big drum that was handmade. You remember that? Yeah, I can't remember what kind of tree they they make it out of the wood. I want to say Tupelo, but anyway, yeah. they got to go out and they listen for the woodpecker. Pecking on the story? on the tree, cool. and then they go out there, okay, and they cut down the tree, and then they cut it in strips, real thin, where they can wet it and bend it, okay, and then they tie everything off with leather. Well, they've got, and it's a God, I can't even remember. But anyway, it's tied. It comes down and do this all the way around the drum. You know, and it's it's like like this, and then they put a little piece of leather that'll slide up and down, and you can change the tone by moving these slides up and down on the leather. You can make it soft. You can make it ring. You know, but this thing is drop dead gorgeous. Okay, it's the craftsmanship on this thing is unreal, and they make them by hand, all of it. They kill a deer. They tan the hide, and then they use the deer hide, okay, in strips to, you know, and then like, uh, I think the, even, even the covering, the drum covering is deer hide that they stretch, okay. But it was, and I asked him, because I'd love to have one, about three grand Ooh, is what they're going. Oh, what's three grand? Man? Yeah, like me yeah but I'm that. saying I would love to have one of them because they are, it is, yeah, because he changed the tones for us. We should have taken up a collection and got that for him. For oh, no, 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 no. Well, if we pay hey, at 75, hey, we got that you, dog. Look, that thing is drop-dead yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. I'm serious. 75, you know? we got you, dog. But we met him. We're replacing that okay. bell with a drum. That's the coolest story. We <laughs> met him when he was uh, just one of the council members on the council. Yep. Okay, well, now, okay, 
He's the head man of the Choctaw Nation. And That's he can't cool. get you a discount? <laughs> That's yeah. just, no, they ain't. You going to hey, pay for it. Tell, him you, do, tell him you do an Instagram post, man. You swap it out. <laughs> no, no. He's, oh, he's cool. He's cool. Oh, yeah, anyway, he's cool. Let, let's take a break. We'll be back right after this. So I do have a question for you. How how was it with Kay and Lisa on here the other day since the rest of us were all gone out yeah. everywhere? Was to that me, fun? Was that a good time? Yeah. To me, that was one of our best ones. Well, good. It really one was. One of our best ones. Because like they had a guy wrote in that had been with this lady he was in love with, he said, for seven years. Said he was in love. And said, uh, but uh, I went to, uh, me and her went to a wedding the other day, and he said, and I went, he said, I lost it. Yeah, so, you know, and Lisa told him, she said, hey, you're not committed, and I don't think you love her. There you go. Mm, scared of commitment. Yeah, com- it, scared of commitment. We and talked I about said, commitment and issues. Along with commitment, I said, you're also a responsibility, and you got you got neither one. Oh, that's good. Mm. Yeah, but it was, it was actually, I thought it was one of the best ones we've ever done. Well, good. Yeah, me and Goblin were down in North Florida speaking at a church, and How'd that go? Westville, Florida. It was good. I mean, when I West tell you, buddy, we was out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I was in the sticks. On I'm boondocks. talking about in the middle of nowhere. Hey, the boondocks, boy. Yeah. Oh, we've been and, there. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, but we sitting there, and it's kind of funny. The cops showed up, you know, local sheriff's department. Uh-oh. They just coming. Church always feeds them. Oh, okay. But but I got nervous. <laughs> You're a wanted what man. What do you get nervous for? Well, their sheriff's department <laughs> wears a green uniform. Ooh. Ooh. When I saw a man coming up dressed in green, yeah. I said, oh, Lord. Yeah. Here we go. Hey, this is the end up. But the guy to come up to me, he said, oh, don't worry. We're not squirrel sheriffs. We're human sheriffs. <laughs> and I had never heard a game warden called a squirrel sheriff. <laughs> a squirrel yeah. sheriff. Yeah, around here we call them possum cops. They don't like no, that either if you it. say it no. to their face. <laughs> but awesome. But – <laughs> but he said they they wasn't squirrel sheriffs; they was people sheriffs. Yeah. I said, "Oh, okay, never mind." That'd, yeah, that's that's the be best right. one that yeah. Phil ever told was that. You know, all the game wardens were some part down in Lafayette, and Phil was the guest speaker. Hmm. You know, and when he walked, walked up there and he looked around, he said, "He said, boys, he said, I got to let y'all know." He said, "When I stood up and turned around and looked at all of y'all in green, he said my first instinct was." Run! <laughs> there is something about it, ain't it? Because it don't matter hey. if you're doing everything by the book. Yeah. When they show you up, might you get nervous. You doing everything by the book. You don't know. Every time I get stopped on the water just fishing or something, I'm like, man, what am I about? What's, what's about yeah. to happen What is, what is this going to cost me? Of course, now most of them I know them, and they just stop and talk, just chit-chat. But, well, cause they've, well, they've checked me enough to realize that I ain't up to no good, but... They've they've checked everything in that boat a few times, and you know fire extinguishers and you name it. But it, every time they they come up, you can be just at the boat ramp minding your own business. Every time I'm like, oh boy, here we go. I, I something about it. I'm oh, like, man. really? Are we gonna have to go through this again? Yeah, again. Every time. Hey, they come just on. they just doing their job, protecting well, yeah. us, true. protecting That's their resources. Because well, that one old boy fell in the other day. Who? Did you see that on Darbo? No. What happened? too windy the wind ended up making the wave so big sunk his boat he's in the water really he was wearing a life jacket thank goodness Mm -hmm. but but then he finally he started he saw somebody up at their house on the bank he's yelling (laughs) 
Come out here and get me. Help me. I'm cold. Yeah. Um, get me. Hurry up. So then they, it was a big rescue, and he's okay, but he was he ended up in the hospital for hypothermia. He was in the water long enough to get cold. Good. Not a living. But yeah, that's, which is what why they make you have a life jacket. Because hey, without a life jacket, oh, yeah. he ain't with us no more. No. No, and I guess the good thing about Darbone, at least you probably... That wind blowing that strong, you eventually blew into a stump if you was out there that long. So at least you could hold on to something. Yeah. I mean, he, good night. He was in the water. Bro. So his boat sunk. Yeah, I don't know if they got sunk that back. Golly. That's some crazy wind. It's I, been windy. It has been windy. Well, hey, yeah. Starts white capping, it gets gets dangerous. Oh, it don't yeah. take long until you spear one and it then you, oh, yeah. you're in a yeah. you're in a bad spot. I've done it. Yeah, I've I speared one and I looked down there at me and there's water up to my ankles and I'm like mm. Oh, bilge pump, please work. Please work. Please work. And you just turn that thing on and pray it start shooting water out behind you. You're like, all right, we're going to make it. We're going to be all right. Stay on pad, boys. But, no, it can – that is – it was fun, though. I like going out there and speaking to all these people, man. It's it's a good time. You you meet some of the best people in the world doing that. They, they, them folks in North Florida was just good old people. Look, I knew I was in the right place. Wild game supper, right? We've all been to however many of them. I look over there, and one of them is fried fish. Well, you know what they got? Whole fried bluegill. Mm, did he eat the mm. tail? Yeah. Oh, I picked me a few tails off Amen. of Amen. I picked, I said, but you know, we around the right people here. If they whole frying bluegill, yep. we we around God's people here. So <laughs> I said, I said, y'all, y'all made a man feel like he was at home, just just right there. <laughs> whole fried. Whole fried bluegill, man. I said, but I'll give y'all a little tip. If you'll cut that little slice right down their back, they're even better. Oh, yeah. Get that meat away from that bone just a little bit right there. <sighs> just flare them open so when they cook, you get all that. And they, they're just looking at me. They ain't, they ain't heard that trick yet. I said, you, you're going to be glad you did that. That's why you need one like this. Thinner. Actually yeah. thinner. Zoop. Zoop. You know, right, right down that top on each side. Yeah. When you throw it in the grease, if it gets hot, it'll actually... Lay open on Fold off. Yeah. Buddy, that's good. That's a good piece of meat. No, no. Making me hungry. I cut cut them for it. They're literally, you can just flip it off, turn them over, flip the meat off, and then throw the the rib cage away. Throw the rib cage away. Yeah. Mm. Especially on the big hybrid brim that I I used to catch in uh, that, uh, yeah, Fort Bragg found a pond down there and I, I found the guy that actually it was a hardwood bottom and all he did was come in with a d9 and push them big oak trees down and he made him a big line of oak trees and then made him made him a pond okay it was 30 feet deep behind them big big oak trees for the dam part of it was and he took that dozer and knocked holes about eight or ten holes in the shallow water going up to shallow water. And he told me where they all was. And when the brim got in there, <laughs> son, hey, how far I'm out. It was on, huh? Oh, what are you talking about? No, that's good. It was <clears throat> on. Our table is doing something wild today. <laughs> well, I'll tell you how big it was. I could only put ten brim. You know that half-gallon uh, bucket of butter yeah. that you can buy? A half gallon of butter? You buy yeah. butter, butter by the bucket? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, hey, I could only. I've only ever bought it by hey, the stick. Country hey, crop, after, baby. After oh, I cleaned that's them. That's margarine. Which I cut the head off, cut the fans off and all that. After I cleaned them, I could, that bucket, half gallon bucket would only hold five. Hmm. 
Hmm. That's how big Half he was. Gallon bucket. And they was cut, and they was cut mm. way down. Mm. So when it fried, it just lifted off. They was good. Flip it off, throw the bones away. I'm starving. That's good eating. I am too. Hey, you know what else we did when you go to North Florida? You know what you drive past, right? Buckies. Oh, Buckies. Buckies. <laughs> did you go? Buckies. Did I go? How many people in there said, said, Martin, this is the greatest place I've ever been to? They were all happy. Everybody, you, everybody was happy. I've never met a sad person at a Buckies. Oh, everybody was happy. Ran into a couple of fans of the podcast. And not only there. that, and I was like, it's I was always to figure full. out. Like, how in the world do y'all know who I am? I'm just like walking down here through a Buckies in the middle of nowhere. Just trying to get me a brisket sandwich, Ooh, some chocolate pecans, and some Doc's pretzels. And some beef jerky. Yeah, I didn't get none of that. I just, maybe I, a... I hit them chocolate pretzels, for, or chocolate pecans pretty hard. Oh. But then I looked beside me, and, you know, it was Goblin with me. Well, Goblin's wearing a shirt that said Duck Commander on. I said, <laughs> oh, never mind. Golly, y'all. This ain't, you ain't got to be a real hard detective to figure out who we are. And, oh, no, Goblin. Yeah, it was good. What do we got to do to get one? I mean, there's a perfect spot for it, down in Pine's Exit. You think they'd lose their luster if you drove by it every day? No. I think I'd stop every day. <laughs> too much to do. They got too much stuff in there. I mean, you can go a no. week in there. I mean, I dropped $30 in about five minutes. That's it? That's what I'm saying. But like, And I was like, I wasn't even like shocked by the total. I, just I can't like, even. I can't get out of there for like, <laughs> it's 90, 100 easy. They got, they, got uh-huh. new, they got these new ones called Small Batch Pecan. Ain't no more pieces. It's the whole pecan dipped in chocolate. Mm-hmm. That's the best $13 I've spent in a long time. Man, that's good. We need all of our fans to bombard the Bucky's email, whatever it is, and West email Monroe. them and tell them the Downing Pines exit in West Monroe deserves a Bucky. They seem to have them spread out where they're like a tank of fuel between all of them. That's why we're perfect. <laughs> we're perfect from the one in Terrell. Yeah, from the one in Terrell. Four and a half hours, you stop here, West Monroe, Louisiana, and make it the greatest Bucky's on earth. I will personally go there every day and greet people at the door and thank say, you for stopping thank here. you for stopping here at West Monroe. Yeah, Enjoy beaver. your stay here at Bucky's. They got that beaver figured out, so golly, good for them. I, I, I like seeing good people do good. <laughs> yep. But let's take another break. We'll be back right after this. So I, I got a line for you I heard from an old man. What was it? So it was Bill Jordan, the founder of Realtree, and his old high school football coach. And a guy he played football with, we're all sitting there together. And uh, <laughs> the old football coach, look at him. He done figured it out. Oh, Puzzle yeah. made. I think, I think there that's it. Right there. That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. Then he threw it apart. Uh, that was not right. <laughs> but but that it, was right. It made it like an It was a line that made me think of Cy. What what was the it? old man said? Because he so the the old football coach was a football coach. Then he was a principal. And then he was like the director of schools in the Columbus, Georgia area. So he did it all in, in secondary education, you know. He said, you know what I found out over my years? He said, crazy don't age well. <laughs> and I was the first person I thought of was Cy. That's what, that age. <laughs> crazy does not age, period. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. <laughs> I like it. Uh, oh. I never thought about that before. <laughs> crazy yep. does not. He age. said, "Crazy does not age." Period. Yeah, Uh-oh. he said, "Crazy does not age well." <laughs> Sounds like a T-shirt. And then he paused for a minute. He said, "And it's never cured." <laughs> right. And there's no cure for it. And the first person I thought of was that man right there. And he ain't crazy, but he make you think he is. 
and he has a darn good time doing it. And no, I no. Can appreciate where was it? We was, yeah, where was it? I think it was in Seattle, and the whole crew was there. You know, all the Robertson family, and they all they all went on stage, and they they got me out there last. You know, and when they, when they asked me, you remember? Somebody asked some stupid question, and I said, "Well." Yeah, it was uh, talking about, well, how would you describe yourself, Uncle Si? And I said, I describe myself as two things. I said, I'm like an uncurable disease. (laughs) (laughs) Or, I said, if that don't work for you, I'm like space. I just go on forever. Oh, I was going to say there's a lot to be explored. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Lots of unanswered questions. But Willie got up out there and he said, wait a minute, let me get this right. He said, a fan asked you to describe yourself and you describe yourself as an uncurable disease. <laughs> and I said, yeah. <laughs> is there a reasoning uh, behind that? Or hey, that... look, it's just what hit me at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you ain't ever had a script, have you? <laughs> no, no. I'm what you say. I'm a man that is I improv. Shoot from the hip. If <laughs> Shoot you from the hip, baby. Just He's the best. Roll. Oh, he oh. is that. He's... He said I'm an incurable That's disease. Right. So why is it, and maybe maybe you guys can help us, but <clears throat> if Cy's going on stage to do something and I say Cy, do not say pink elephant when you get out there. Oh, uh, first thing he's going to say. Oh, yeah. Have you boys seen that pink elephant running hey, around here? Hey, Jack, no, no. pink, pink hey, elephant. That was Fox and Friends. <laughs> For 30 minutes in the green room, they keep saying, don't mention the word script. You know, and I'm going, <laughs> you because know, everybody else is talking, <laughs> and then they finally ask me a question. You know, <laughs> and guess what I say? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. The, word, the dirty words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everybody looked and I said, well, hey, you idiots, don't be, that's all you talked about for 30 minutes. Well, what yeah. do you think I'm going to say? If you don't want it in his gray matter, you better that's not right. say Don't it. put it, mm-hmm. hey. Nope. Because if you don't say it, he ain't going to say it. Right. Right. He's going to say whatever comes to his you mind. You also can't, you can't say scripts on Fox and Friends or here in the duck call room, <laughs> <laughs> as a matter of fact. <laughs> right. yeah. He says strips. Well, everybody asked me, it says, is that thing scripted? I said, have you seen Cy? <laughs> like, ain't nobody wrote that. <laughs> no. They may give him a general idea, but first thing he's going to do is screw it up. That's right. He's going to say things like clift. <laughs> <laughs> that word ain't ever had a T in it. But I like Not it. Not once. Yeah. <laughs> clift. <laughs> the cleft of the rock. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. Yeah, right, look at that new Yeti cup. Yeah, you got a new Yeti cup for your birthday? Spill-proof. Yeah, there it is. Boy, right. Let me have hey, a look at it. This baby is spill-proof. Look at there. Oh. Yeah, no no drip, either. <laughs> That's great. That's a pretty good cup, boy. I admit. <laughs> he finally admits. That's right. Hey, how many? Uh, finally pretty Damn, look cup. how tough it is. <laughs> hey, hey, don't break my bone, my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we don't got goofy now. Oh, it's always derails. Hey, a kid sent me a letter for life advice, which is my favorite life advice. He wants it or he's giving you life no, advice? Uh, well, uh, all right. What how is could, this kid? Uh, this is Nate from Marshfield, Missouri. Missouri. Show me, State. He sent this to John, John David at 117 Kings Lane, Westboro, okay. Louisiana. What did this boy say? He drew a picture of a duck call. Okay. 
they can't see that on YouTube. Dear John David, I'm 12 years old and I need advice. There's this kid who goes to church with me who is a big troublemaker. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> he always follows me around whenever he is being bad while following me around. I always end up getting in trouble for no reason. Mm. What should I do? Sincerely, Nate Dog. I added the dog. What's his, What's your advice to him, Sal? Well, he's. Hey, here's here's I one got thing a my mother told me a long, long time ago. <clears throat> your reputation, you will be known by those you run with. That's true. Well, there's a lot of truth to that. Okay. I've always heard so, you. You if are you're the running with a young man that always is in trouble. Yeah. Okay. You're with him. So hey, you're in the trouble too. Well, he's saying this guy follows him around. So here's, I think initially, I know he's he's only 12, but initially he's got to set some kind of boundary with this guy. That's where you start. I like that. I mean, set a boundary with him and say, hey, I'm not going with you. I don't want you following me. I mean, you have to start somewhere. This is true. I just got more like, because uh, you're getting in trouble for no reason. Every time I ever said I, that I'm getting in trouble for no reason. Yeah, I was guilty. When I was 12, there was most yeah. assuredly a reason. Yeah, yeah, I was guilty. Nate Dog. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just asking. The story always starts off, now I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. Let yeah. me just say that before we go. But the our, troublemaker. Troublemaker. There I was. <laughs> but I, I will say, there were some times when you were trying to get away from something, people just follow you. I turned around and kicked a kid one time. I'm not suggesting you do that. <laughs> but he was making fun of me, and I'd had enough of it. <laughs> was his name Willie? No. Uh, Matthew. <laughs> Matthew. Oh, Lord. Uh, that's a fun story. But anyway, no, I think you got to, I think the boundaries things, right? And I, I would ask you to look at yourself and see if there really is no reason that you're getting in trouble. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to buy it, ain't it, Martin? Yeah, well, I mean, you, yeah. We've all been 12 before, side just two years ago. Yeah, yeah. I, He's still playing with his puzzle. <laughs> yeah. Martin, what do you got? I'm just trying to think my way through, like, all the times that I said, I wasn't even doing anything. <laughs> oh, I was doing something. <laughs> was there ever one where you weren't? I mean, there was one that I was collateral damage in. Oh, collateral damage. But... But I'll tell you what happened. Instead of laughing at the situation, I learned from it. I mean, because I started out laughing, and that's what got my butt tore up. I, that happened to me, too. Yeah, I, I was laughing at my brother getting whooped. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad looked over there and said, are you laughing? And I said, yeah. <laughs> he said, I'm about to show you why you don't do that. And then you found out why. And then I remember, you know what, when Dad says don't throw fireworks, it's too dry. I didn't throw fireworks because it's too dry. Because <laughs> the three fire trucks putting out the woods fire was pretty funny. That's great. Your, bro your brother started a fire? Oh, did he? Or Digging. Quick. Digging. Woo. Digging. I mean, like, woo. <laughs> and he told us, last thing he said was, y'all don't be playing with them fireworks. Oh, he, uh, had, he had warned you? Well, he had warned my brother oh. and me. But, see, I was still, like, too scared of, like, a cigarette lighter, like, you know, like to – Go around or whatever. That's what yeah. we called them. But to go around and light stuff because, you know, that thing get hot on your thumb trying to hold mm -hmm. it. So they wasn't really my jam. But my brother, that didn't bother him. No. He let that thing throw that sucker out there. Buddy. Woo. I said, ooh. But <laughs> so then he started getting whooped and I started laughing. 
He's like, I told you nothing. I'm over there just dying laughing. Like, ha, 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 ha. There's another saying. Oh, here you go. Misery, misery loves company. But, yeah, on, <laughs> on the other 99.9% of times I said I wasn't doing nothing, I was doing something. Oh, yeah. But if you weren't doing anything, then just call this old boy. Cullen. I mean, just set, yeah, like Philip says, set some boundaries, say, I'm not doing that, and then you don't do it. Sometimes and, you just got to check it to the whole bunch of them, boys. Yeah, start over. So, <laughs> you know, but we'll, there you go. Let's take one last break. We'll get back in that mailbag. We're going to take a little quick dive into our mailbags. Hello. At over today. Duckcallroom.com. Randy from Sycamore, Illinois, sends, this just seems like something you'd be interested in. Enjoy. Gentlemen, little Debbie is releasing a line of candles for Mother's Day that smell like it's snack cakes. <laughs> Can you imagine Godwin's living room honey smelling bun. like a honey bun? Unbelievable. Oatmeal cream pie. Mm. <laughs> so they're coming up with candles that smell like snack cakes. Do you want your... No, I don't want my house smelling like snack cakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Randy sent that in because, you know, we're little Debbie folks oh, around Debbie here. Man, All right. Michael, Mike, Mike, Mike from Nash County, North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. Good country. Um, first off, best wishes for the Martin family. Ooh. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Twin the twins are on their way. Um, so here it is. I'm 35 and find myself lost. I didn't grow up going to church, and I've been going regularly for the past two years, and my neighbor is actually the pastor. The more I go, though, the more confused I get. My brain has always been very analytical. Everything has a beginning and everything has an end. So before everything was created, there was a creator. Well, where did this creator come from? And like, how did it all begin? It's just very tough for me to believe in something I can't touch or see. The floor is y'all's. So the first thing that comes to mind is that you can see the creator by the creation. Cy talks about it all the time. During this time, during spring, you see everything resurrected, all the flowers, all the colors. When you walk outside, if you're not careful, you'll miss it. But you can recognize the creator by what is created, and the Book of Romans talks about that. Yeah. And then there's also what now faith is being... Sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. What you do not see. There's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of emphasis through the New Testament on not being able to see it because Jesus is gone at that time. He's returned to the Father. Um I have an analytical mind as well. And what gets me is I go back and look at things in my life and I look into science too. Like how Evolution, hot, hot subject, right? Mm -hmm. I believe evolution is real. I do not believe that's how this all came to be. But I do believe that the good Lord gives animals, creatures, plants, you name it, the ability to evolve. Because if he didn't, he wouldn't give us the power to change our lives. And our change comes through Jesus Christ. So why would he limit that to us? Do certain salamanders or whatever get cut off from another one and make their own species? Absolutely they do. Why wouldn't they? Why don't they have the same abilities of some of that stuff that we do? And I don't to say how I know, I believe. 
It's not that I know. I mean, I do know. And to dumb it down, Phil, it's one of my favorite things Phil always says. He says, well, look at it this way. We're the only ones that can win. Because if we're right, we win everything. If we're wrong, then we're just going in the ground anyway. But if you're wrong and you don't believe, you got hell to pay. So it's like, don't don't you want to win in the end? Don't you want to be offered the way that, that offers you a win, like an eternal life? That's enough to get me interested. Then you study about it, and the same deal. We count time by this guy. Like this, this man, Jesus, was strong enough of a figure in his time here to count time by. That's a big deal. Like that, that, that's, that's a big thing, but I get it on questioning and, and it ultimately comes down to a belief of, you know, do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe in God? And if you do, those questions no longer matter. Um, yeah. you'll, you'll forget those questions and it's a really cool thing. Uh, when you do make that transition, because, I mean, like I was a biology major, we were taught you can't bring faith into any of your answers, can't bring it into any of that. So, like, you know, I mean, I, I dealt with all sides of it, but it is cool to see those people that are scientists that believe as well. And I yeah. mean, some of them are brilliant. Well, the thing about it is the Bible says it this way, without faith, okay, it's impossible to please him. Okay, and and. I look at it from a common sense viewpoint, okay? You know, you ask yourself, you're always talking about you're analyzing stuff. You ask yourself, okay, where did all this stuff we're looking at come from? How did it get here? Not only how did it get here, okay? If you look at the, the kingdoms, the bird kingdom, the fish kingdom, the mammal kingdom, the mammal kingdom all these different species of stuff okay uh the bible tells us we need to strive for perfection and the only way we can have it is we strive to be in christ that's the only way we can have perfection but look at everything that you see everything's too perfect for for you know because just like salt water they the, the scientists say we an amoeba, one single cell crawled out of salt water, and then all this evolutionary theory comes about. A theory is nothing but a guess, okay? Whether it's educated, uneducated, whatever, it's still a guess, okay, in my humble opinion. I'm looking at the perfection of everything. Yeah, the design. The design, yeah. okay? And I'll use the stars, the sun, the moon, okay? The constellations in the stars, okay? There's 88 different things up in the sky at night that you can see with your naked eye, okay? And they've all got some wonderful design to them. Yeah. We can actually navigate the huge five oceans we got on this planet by looking at them things. That's not a happen chance, people. No, no, and it takes way more faith. Yeah, that's right. Personally, that's right. To for, believe that something, yeah, came from nothing. Up yeah, and well, like, that's no, not only the, that. Everything that, that's you faith, see, buddy. Yeah, yeah. everything yeah. you see started from one single cell. Yeah, that's faith. Now, no, that's if you uh, believe that. 
I got a story for you. Yeah, hey, I got a Brooklyn <laughs> Bridge. I'll sell you. <laughs> so, but okay, and David. I'll give you a deal of the lifetimes if you give me money for it. But I've always said in the study and stuff, give me yeah. somebody that believes something over one that believes nothing. Well, if you believe, then I know it's in you. Like, and and it's in there. The 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 ones that claim they're just hey, this is just what it is, and they don't believe nothing. I'm like, all right, now we got a problem here. You got to believe something. And, and I then think we can go from there. He, he goes on in the in the email a little bit, and and you know, I think we've all had our doubts at moments. Oh, who has? Yeah. Everybody. One of the apostles' That's nickname Benjamin. was Doubting yeah. Thomas, yeah. and he yeah. he said, "I want to touch you, and I want to see some scars." Yeah. Then he was like, "Oh yeah, now I'm in." Yeah. So I don't think <laughs> I don't think you trying to figure it out and like, man, this is weird. Is is a bad thing? No. I would just say, do you have you heard anything better? Yeah. Well, think about what this. else you got. I mean, because because uh, Martin's one hundred percent right when it comes down to what makes more sense: an all powerful God who designed and created everything, or uh, here we are, like <laughs> oh, right. here's one <laughs> like and everything yeah, fell into perfect. Always place. remember that faith comes through hearing the message, mm-hmm. the message about Jesus Christ. That's where your faith is going to come from. And before I became a Christian, I kind of wanted to see. You know, can I do this? Could I do it? But I couldn't. And I was like, I'm, I'm kind of not ready, and I'm staying in this cycle because I'm, I, I don't know if I can really do it. But once I did it, when Jace shared the gospel with me, I never went back. Yeah. I mean, that's 100%. Well, let's close this out of here with a Bible verse. All right. I was about to get one, uh, but we had one on we had one on speed brow that I think is actually really perfect uh, for this question for Mike and. Uh, John 14, 6, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father but through me. You got one way off this rock, as far as I'm concerned, and as far as everything I look at shows, and that is through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I'd say hop on board, Mike, and one last piece of advice, you said you're Neighbor was a pastor. Invite him over for dinner and say these things out loud to him. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you he's not going to look at you downward. He's going to say, oh, no, I get that, and he'll help you out. Just go knock on his door. Yeah. yeah. Go knock on his door. He's probably a great guy. I like All him. All right. We'll see y'all next time. Right here right. in the Duck Call Room. Duck Call Room.